This episode brought to you by Audible. Nobody else said Audible. I like trying to match your nonsense saying of it. AudibleTrial.com slash horror version for 30 days free in a book to get you started for your book recommendation. Jen. It's me. Hey guys, today I am recommending Camp Red Moon, which is an Audible original by R.L. Stein. Really? Sounds like it's about camp and it's read by R.L. Stein and I love him. So guys, check out Camp Bloody Face by R.L. Stein on Audible. What's it called? Camp Red Camp Moon, Moon. And we just got Camp dropped Tampon. by Audible. Camp Red Moon by R.L. Stein. Read by R.L. Stein. This episode also brought to you by Nick B. B. <laughs> okay, I have hey, our Nick B. B fun fact. Uh-oh. Really? Well, you sent it to me. That's true. true. Actually, in, in all fairness, Nick B posted it to the Facebook he group. Did. He did. He made it so easy for us. If you would do that every week. Okay. Nick B, fun fact, he oh, yeah. hates being pampered. He can't stand massages or getting his hair cut. What? Really? I don't like massages. They're amazing. Yeah. So they're I really not. Amazing. No, I, I, don't, I don't have a problem with people touching me. I just don't like, um, I don't know, afterwards I feel like weird. I, just, I don't. I don't, just, I don't enjoy yeah. that after feeling. Yeah, I do. You feel used? There was, <laughs> no, no, no. You walk or shave Like literally, like, like physically, like my body feels like it's all discombobulated. Oh, yeah? So. Nick B, who hurt you? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe British massages are just really mean. Maybe they're different, yeah. Yeah. This episode also brought to you by Rebecca. Rebecca. Hey, Rebecca. So, Mikey, do you have a Rebecca pickup line? Hey, Rebecca. Hey, Mikey. Do you like the song Jingle Bells? Oh, no. <laughs> because no. you look like you go all the way. <laughs> <laughs> That's not gonna work. Oh my god! None of them work, Jen. Like I've never heard a pickup line that was like, "Ooh, that might work." No, it's yeah. true. And this one is holding to yeah. that truth. Don't say that to anyone. And it's a beloved song. And guys, if you want to go all the way, you might want some Disney Ew. ears. So go to her Etsy store at. Straight on Tell Disney. Oh, does she have a Disney Etsy store? She does. does You'll have yeah. to definitely tell me, hook me up with that. I'll let my wife know. Oh, yeah, cool. It's straight on Tell Disney. It but is. I'll send you the link. It's pretty good, actually. Okay, she cool. does a lot of really cool Disney ears. Yeah. This episode also brought to you by Matthew. Matthew. This is the Matthew that you're used to hearing about because a new Matthew <gasps> may or may have not entered the game. I guess you'll recently. have to wait to find out. Yeah. This is the Matthew that hates his brother. That's uh. very Mary Poppins esque. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Matthew. Ma- Matthew. Okay, so uh, Matthew wrote in and he told me a story about the time he saved his brother. Oh, really? yeah. Yeah, they were snow ice sledding. Snow ice sledding? <laughs> snow ice sledding. I mean, they were sledding on yeah, it's, ice? It's yeah. iced over and then snow hits it. That uh-huh. makes sense. Sometimes uh-huh. you go from yeah. snow to ice. So his brother was ice sledding down but fell through the ice into <gasps> the water. Oh, no. Oh, no. And then, uh, Daniel, no. Matthew had to go down there and get it. <laughs> yeah. Get him. And uh, lost hearing in one of his ears. Oh, no. I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> what movie is that? That's It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. It's, yeah. Wonderful. Oh, yeah, it's a yeah, Wonderful yeah. Matthew. Yeah. It's a Wonderful Matthew. Aw. Well, Matthew, thanks for- Saving your brother. Saving your brother. And teaching us all a valuable lesson about yeah. the meaning of Christmas. Yeah, don't and com- banks. Just keep lasso on that moon, Matthew. Aww. Oh. This episode also brought to you by Cody, Cody Roy. Cody Roy is a time cop. That has been That's established. True. That is established. Like Van Damme? But yeah. he's also a woodworker. Mm. Yes, he is. So last week he went back to the nativity. He did. He had one to one-up frankincense and myrrh. That's right. Frank but and when he was back there, he noticed that Jesus was just laying in uh, hay. Just, yeah. just by, by himself on hay. So he went he said, further back. <gasps> what? And he built the manger. What? Wow. He built a manger? He said, hey, that baby's on some hay. He yeah. said, <laughs> joke kills in hey, nativity times. Jesus. <laughs> Are we all going to hell now? Yes. <laughs> what? Really? 
Yeah. I mean, for other things. Absolutely. There's no backstory in the Bible for the manger. I want a gritty manger time cop reboot for sure. Somebody get Chris Nolan on the phone. (laughs) All right. All right, I'm out. Thank you so much for building the manger. This episode also brought to you by Red. Red. Hey, Red. Do you know a lot of people are scared of public speaking? Yeah. I did know that. Red Map is, you know, not actually scared of public speaking, but what he is scared of is nudity. So he went to public speak. <laughs> and he, that took what? a left turn, like hard. He, <laughs> he pictured the audience yeah, naked. Dude. Right. Then and then he was scared. more scared. <gasps> yes. Oh, I you know get what? It. You should picture them wearing cutoffs. Never nudes? Never nudes, yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. No, I'm. This episode also brought to you by Ryan. Ryan. And Ryan's the one who wants Jen to be mean Mm. to him. Well, focus in on me, Jen. I know. (laughs) Ryan, let me tell you the truth about Ryan, guys. Ryan saves all of his shits for podcast days and comes over and just tears up my bathroom. What? (laughs) And I have had enough of that shit. (laughs) Literal shit. I thought maybe the sub lettuce wrap. Ryan probably poops every day, not just on podcast days. Look, Ryan, log it up. There's no evidence. That's true. Because Ryan messes up the toilet. Lots of people poop after they eat. <laughs> it's a gastrointestinal <laughs> reflex. Ryan. <laughs> Why would you do that, Ryan? Yeah. In all fairness, I pooped here today, too. <laughs> what? I, Ryan? I, I did not. Oh, thank you. My kids brushed their teeth in that bathroom. <laughs> well, I had to clean it with something. <laughs> this episode also brought to you by Matthew. Matthew Err. Is a new guy. New R. player entering the game. Did you say Err like he's a pirate? Maybe he is a pirate. That would be Err. Ma- yeah, Matthew Err. Right? So okay. Matthew is a new. <laughs> he is a new. Yeah. So um, we don't quite know what to say for him yet. We don't. So we're just going to say a bunch of R words and pirate nonsense. Yeah, just <laughs> write in and tell us what you want. I did reach out to him on Patreon and asked him, like, because you get shirts and, and yeah. stickers and mugs. Were you yeah. nice about it? Yeah. And I asked him like <laughs> what I wanted for all that stuff. And then I said, what do you want? for your shout out and he responded to the shirt thing but not anything else so Matthew R reach out to us and let us know what you want and we yeah. will get it done for you I think the theme music is hanging by a rope right in front of the barn door I think we should just play the first six minutes of the theme music from the last episode <laughs> to start us off <laughs> I hear the theme music's pregnant, but we're never going to know for sure. We're never going to talk about it again. Uh, welcome to the Horror Virgin, everybody. I'm Jen. I'm Mikey. And I'm your Horror Virgin, Todd, which means I don't like scary movies, and normally I would go into explaining what movie we watched today, but... Yeah. We have a very special guest. We do. Yeah, you returning guest. Yes. Jonathan Watkins from CinemaSins. What's Mikey, up? get your hands off him. Mikey's touching my leg. <laughs> We've been on here enough. Team huh? couch back at this is oh, like yeah. our fourth date. Uh, oh. I guess so. Two more and you come on full time. <laughs> oh, I'm going to stop it. <laughs> and the reason you're on is because... You do all of the Friday the 13th. Apparently, right. yeah. And it is Friday the 13th. It and is. we are doing the next in our installment of the 13th. That's right. It's a very special Horror Virgin episode. Yes. It is Friday the 13th. Part and three. That's right. Yeah. So this movie came out in 1982. Have you guys seen yes. it before? Yes. I had. Yeah, I watched so it a while has, ago. Jen, mm-hmm. you have. Mikey, have you seen it before? No. 
<laughs> Have you not? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they all run the same. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. Jason runs around, kills people, and it's like a vaguely wooded area. Yeah, there's a formula for yeah, sure. Yeah, I yeah, 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 yeah. This was my like uh, this it. was my first Friday the Thirteenth movie. To see. What? Yeah. Really? Oh I my watched god! More? I saw. Yeah, I know. That's crazy. <laughs> well, I was really young. No, I saw it when it premiered on cable, like HBO or whatever. Mm, like okay. that was a big deal back in the day. Oh so yeah. This probably would have been like summer of '83. I was like seven. Oh wow. And I can even remember wow. like my grandparents. Aunt and uncle came over to the house, and we all sat down to watch this. Yeah, what? did you watch oh it in three D? No, no, no. It was on regular. It was on oh. HBO or whatever. Yeah, wow. That was a thing back in the day, man. You get together, watch the HBO premieres. So this was my first Friday the Thirteenth. So movie. when wow. you watched it back then, did you like it? I don't remember. Probably okay. not. I mean, <laughs> I mean, enough. as much as you're going to like something when you're seven, right? And you having know. to watch nudity in front of your grandparents. Yeah, that would have been weird. I don't. I, thankfully, I don't recall that. There was yeah. a lot of nudity. No, no, no. It's really no. just that pregnant chick. Jen, did you like it? <laughs> um, yeah. It was okay. I remember watching, like, I would record it secretly because my parents wouldn't let me watch that stuff. And I watched this one and I was like, yeah. Yeah, it's always great looking back when you watch. See, you're probably lucky you did not watch this stuff with your parents because looking back, you're just like, holy crap, I can't believe. I know. Yeah. Like, they sat down and watched that with me. Mm -hmm. That's my whole podcast. Yeah. I mean, honestly, (laughs) that's like Mikey and his mom growing up. You guys watched insane stuff. I'm surprised you didn't watch this. All she does, well, we probably did. Okay, so I think I have seen it. (laughs) And uh, because I knew this is the one where he gets his hockey mask. Yeah, Um, we did. Watching that. Scene. Okay. I remember nothing else about it. Can I tell right. a really quick story about this movie, though? Yeah, I do one yeah. thing I remember about that viewing experience. This was when music videos were getting really huge. Mm-hmm. Right. So, like in between showing movies, they would sometimes show a music video. Mm-hmm. So, right after this ended, they showed Elton John's I'm Still Standing video. <gasps> oh, my but God. But from a kid's perspective, I thought it was the end of the movie. <laughs> I didn't watch this movie for the longest time after that. So I remember telling friends, like, yeah, no, totally. Like, Elton John's in Friday the 13th Part 3, and he, <laughs> he sings I'm Still Standing to the point where I finally talked a couple friends into watching it, like, a couple years oh later. God. And I was very embarrassed to find out. I'm was, still <laughs> killing yeah. after all but, this time. But I will never forget that. because That's my experience of living on a prayer in yeah, Fright Night. Nice. Yeah, I thought that was the end credit song. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, like they are living on a prayer. Oh, they were just trying to, you know, get get yeah. audiences happy. Like, here's some Elton John for exactly. you at the end of the movie. Like it sort of works. For I it. mean, yeah, they're telling them it's not the end of the franchise. Oh my it's god! It's a spoiler for the sequels. All right. So, having watched it today, how do you guys feel about this movie? Funny, but trash. Yeah, it is. I, I honestly, like, I normally hate all the movies because I'm scared of movies. This was fun. It I was enjoyed fun, watching yeah. it with you it's guys. It's fun. Yeah, it's a, it's a fun movie to watch with a bunch of people. I, I, I don't say it's, it's like a great cinematic no, masterpiece. And it's probably not as good as the other two before it. Right. Yeah. I would agree with that. It's not as good, but, but I it, think it's more fun than the other two. But it's also not the worst of the series by. Mm. anywhere close no I mean honestly I really do feel like if they had just given him a baby Ruth he would have been a lot more agreeable (laughs) he did look like sloth he a lot Jen did you like it watching it today I did yeah I actually liked it watching it better than I liked the second one really yeah because the second one it's like it's silly but there's I still feel like they're trying to make it scary and this one was just bonkers the second one is the one where you were sexually attracted to the redhead with the busted face yes oh yeah. yeah did you see those abs I did see those abs did you not see his face uh, no, I, so didn't in this get, one, I didn't get that high. In this one, you were attracted to Shelly? Now, <laughs> or Rick? He's got a great personality. Now, Rick does look a lot like someone that I may have gone out with a couple of times in college. Hang on one second. Did you just say Shelly has a great personality? <laughs> <laughs> Shelly is the fucking worst. He's the yeah. worst. I'm 100% sure that Shelly's last name is Franklin. I, I think, yeah. And he is related <laughs> Franklin. to Franklin. Yeah. I do think Shelly is the first incel, too. Mm-hmm. I think he is an incel, yeah. yeah. Uh, Franklin may have the title. But Shelly's mm-hmm. a, he's a piece of shit. Like, yeah. people, like, 
I've heard people defend him and say like, no, you know, you're supposed to feel bad for him and stuff. Like, no, he's a dick. Like, yeah. He, yeah. he causes all the problems he has with women. I agree completely. Yeah. yeah. He is the we manifestation of his own destiny. Right. He, could, he could shave that perm and uh, be, a, be like a normal person. He could. And he's really and, not that bad looking, you know? Uh, well, he's not great looking. He's no Rick. Let's say that. <laughs> no, he's not wearing a sweater around his neck. No, 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 he's not. Yeah, a lot of the problem is him just trying so hard to get everybody to like but him. But he's not trying in a way to like make people like him because he's funny or because right. he's nice. He's not like trying too hard in those areas. Mm-hmm. He's trying too hard to scare people, which is not right. something that makes me like people. Crash of rule number 77, Todd. <laughs> Positive attention, not negative attention. Thank you. He's yeah. like a he's like a he's like a toxic fanboy these days. I mean, yeah. a, he's, he's like, an she won't have sex with me. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. what here's my like? box of secrets that I'm gonna <laughs> spell weirdly in front of you. He is the first prop comic. Like I think I think <laughs> yeah, Top saw this and was like, ooh, Shelly had it figured out. <laughs> Fun fact. I'm gonna move to Vegas and get ripped. Well, let's just get into this fucking movie. Can we please Do you think get into Gallagher should have came and killed him, maybe though? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So bad pitch. What if there was a Gallagher slasher type movie where Gallagher just squashed heads with like big hammers? Like, I don't, I, yeah, for the sure. good comics. Like that dude, like in real life, might do that eventually because <laughs> <laughs> you heard some of his interviews. He's no. he's nutty. He's nutty. Let's get into this fucking movie, guys. All right, so we start with the last six minutes of part Why two. Why do they do this? Can we skip this part? Just go to the actual movie. Yeah. But- yeah. If you want to know what happens in the first six minutes of this movie, go back to the last episode, Jonathan. Exactly. <laughs> part two episode, uh-huh. and you'll know. I mean, it literally is like the last six minutes of that episode. It'd be funny. It would be or funny if you just put like the last part of that we podcast just at the in. beginning of this <laughs> yeah. oh, except at the end he takes the machete out of his shoulder and wanders off yeah oh, so yeah. that's the only new part oh, of it and yeah. he loses his sack oh yeah I'm sorry what was that Mike he, he loses sack his, on his head this face mm-hmm. sack um, so yeah he lost his sack and <laughs> <laughs> so is this the first time we see his face did we see his face in that flashback scene the first six minutes no of the last no, movie? no oh okay my no, because they changed the face from that movie exactly. I know we see his face a lot in this movie in the first movie you see his legs a lot in this movie oh yeah he's like just walking around yeah he's always covered by a tree he's right. not trying to hide at all though like, like he knows exactly where to be when somebody is looking at him from over here right. yeah it's amazing <laughs> all right jenna what happens next so now we got credits and, and these credits are horrible no, oh i thought you would like these yeah. it's no, 3d it's just, disco it is 3d disco which is disco i mean i don't like these credits because nothing happens in it todd has a vendetta against i just hate credits where they waste our time like they could have cut two minutes of runtime out of this movie by playing the credits over the beginning well i like i prefer movies that almost keep the title screen till the end and then you can show like yeah absolutely but yeah so what happens after the credits this guy looks like gallagher <laughs> oh yeah, he does look like Gallagher. Oh yeah, this is my new least favorite horror. Oh trope. yeah, Mikey got enraged because they live well, in people a people that own gas stations and live there. So we see a convenience store that is also a house that yes. is also an eighty style drying <sighs> machine because it's got clothes lines. But it was clearly none of those things. It was just something they constructed. Oh yeah, and- yeah. <laughs> it was a shack. Yeah, and it had a very confusing bathroom. <laughs> yeah, and a king size outhouse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, yeah what is what happening it, in that right. room? I mean, if you're gonna have an outhouse. So we have an actress who's supposed to be playing 70, but she's like 
22 and she's got curlers in her hair and she's like old lady yelling. Were we supposed to assume that those two people were married? I think so. Yes. Because she looks like she's his daughter. Yeah. Mikey said at one point, this is what happens I when mean, you make your maybe. daughter dress up like your dead wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you were a teacher, right? Where they make yes. the kids come to dress like oh, old people? Oh, on the hundredth day of school when yes. you dress like hundred year olds. I was, like, yeah. I was like, you were a school teacher. <laughs> you understand dads doing this to their daughter. <laughs> 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 wait, 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 wait. On the hundredth day of school, you dress like a hundred year old person? Yeah. Yeah. I've yeah my my daughter before. did that one year. Yeah. It was, it was okay. interesting. It's pretty cute when it's yeah, like it kindergarten. But she does look like she's doing that. She just got home and now yeah. her old dad who runs this gas station is making her do all the household chores. Uh-huh. But she yeah. didn't even do any chores. She's like cosplaying an old lady. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the other thing. He's going through his fucking convenience store and he's like eating the food off yes. the shelf and oh putting it God. back on the shelf. Well, first he eats fish food. Sunny D. And, dis- and he oh. drinks Sunny D. Oh, my gosh. Like actual Sunny D. And he's lucky that Jason killed him because the Sunny D would have killed him more painfully oh, yeah. over time. Uh-huh. He lived Wait, what, was that what Sunny D did to you? Is that why it's gone? <laughs> Sunny D is the worst. So Sunny D is terrible. Mm-hmm. This guy is also terrible because he's eating like he's grazing along the shelf. Holding this rabbit that came out of nowhere. It he's, came out of the produce, he's, Jen. He's killed a lot of people because people that have bought that produce yeah. Yeah. are dead. eaten rabbit wow. shit. <laughs> they have E. coli. Yeah. 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 He's they, licked a bunch of fish food and then eaten food also, all over the shelf. who's buying produce at like a fucking gas station? Exactly. <laughs> And why is the Sunny D not in the refrigerator It was section? the 80s, man. Time, it was weird. <laughs> it was Reagan nuts. Was president or, and this shit was happening. But they didn't, uh, and they <laughs> didn't have a dryer. Sequel. That's right. They did not have a dryer, and we had a long talk about when dryers were invented. And then I got shamed for being poor as a child. Thank you, Mike. No, but, but in all seriousness, <laughs> so that's a horror movie thing, too, because if you have sheets hanging out like that, you can do a creepy shot of somebody I, hanging yeah. out behind Your them. Your killer has to they stand They did that in, in Halloween, mm-hmm. also, the first Halloween. But these sheets are in 3D. Guys. So this is like the horror trope of living at a gas station, having yes. sheets hanging out yeah. for mass murderers to stand behind. It's, it's like they threw 3D. dartboards at horror tropes. You mean darts? Yes. <laughs> they, no, they put out a horror trope they board. They actually throwing the dartboards. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Oh my god. So he's going back into his outhouse slash rabbit hutch. Yeah, there's so much going shed. on in here. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because he does have the rabbit cage. Mm-hmm. He's got shells behind Behind curtains. Uh huh. With oil on them. And a toilet just in the corner. Yeah, but he sees that the other two bunny friends are dead. Yes. It's called feng shui. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. And so while he's investigating the bunny massacre, he opens the hutch and yeah! A rattlesnake gets him. You say a rattlesnake, but it really is just a snake with a wire in his mouth, yes. and the wire is clearly visible. Did it we is. say that this movie's filmed in 3D, so they hold weird objects up in front of the camera yeah. for a long yes, period of yeah. time? There's a lot of that, and it's mm-hmm. bad. It is. It's. I thought it was a little humorous, because every time something tried to jump out at the screen at me, I got to say, ah! It's coming right for me. So that right. was fun. <laughs> she did that a lot. <laughs> it was funny every time. It was funny Jonathan, one time. Yes, it was Back funny me every up. time. Woo-hoo! <laughs> I would like to be invited back. <laughs> and so now he's mourning his lost bunny friends by taking a poop in this toilet. Oh, my God. And we hear sounds, and it's like he's got a poop belt around him under his shirt. It's well, real weird. We hear plops. We yeah, do. You know. Jim, oh that God. snake scared the shit out of him. It, it did. literally did. And the yeah. first of two men in this movie that do not wipe their ass after they That's get done. Right. It was a different time. And it wasn't... <laughs> 
we see when he stands up, there's no poop he in the toilet. Wipe. There's no poop in the toilet. That's why he didn't need to wipe. <laughs> he where did those in. sounds come from? Uh, <laughs> his, this movie's insane. His half-aged wife made him sit down to pee from now on oh. because she was tired of cleaning the outhouse storage shed rabbit bins. <laughs> 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 so, hey. so he sat down to pee. Then that pee had a lot of plops to it. Kidney stones. <laughs> well, there was one part where she's like, she's trying to like start a car, and it's just like, it's like insane. Like key jingling, jingling the whole yeah. time. Yes. Yeah. It, sounds like, <laughs> it sounds like the foley artist was shaking keys above a baby, or somebody's just dropping pennies right. like in a well. Now, to be fair, he just ate a bunch of fish food and drank Sunny D, so his stuff is all going to be messed yeah, up. Yeah, his shit's all fucked up. Exactly. I forgot they ate the fish food and then read the label to make sure. Yeah, it is fucked up. I shouldn't yeah. do this. <laughs> so then he fi- he wanders around this king size bathroom for a long time. It has like four doors. It does. Yeah, because he opens up different doors. Well, yeah, you got this air bathroom's it out. like a sedan. <laughs> 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 so he finally gets stabbed with a hand axe, as Todd referred to. Yeah, Todd. <laughs> it was a meat cleaver, but I lost the word for meat cleaver. It's a hand axe. That's, that that a hand axe. Yeah. But it that was happens. a meat cleaver. You guys are right. And so now the wife is looking for him, and we get a- Is it the wife? Mm, she's coded as the wife. I think Let's we're supposed to assume. Curlers. Niece. <laughs> <laughs> so we find out this is like the day after or later that yeah. night. She's watching news footage of uh, Amy Steele's character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Getting carted into an ambulance, right? Yeah. HIPAA violations are flying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know if HIPAA was a thing in the eighties. It was not until Uh-oh. the late nineties. But yeah, so she's watching the news footage and she's learning that there was a massacre just like miles from her house. All right, so now the wife, the wife is looking for him, and we see a rat, and we get a rat scare. I like how you said it twice, and the second time you did air quotes <laughs> like they could see them, but they can hear them in my heart. <laughs> the listeners know me by now. Yeah. All right, um, and so she gets rat scared and so she backs up and Jason gets her from behind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she Ooh. got ratted up. <laughs> kills her from behind. Yeah, kills her from behind. Yeah, get her from behind. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, she he didn't gets get... her rat style. <laughs> Ooh. So the gas station people are dead. Yep, now we get a van full of teens. Now, yeah, finally. Yes. Well, like, or, or maybe 27-year-olds. Do we... Yes. <laughs> do we learn anything with the gas station people? Yeah, Jason's back, bro. But That's we knew true. he was back because he gets up at the end of the six minutes of the uh Jason's film. back. It's just an opening. We learned that it's Jason's just an opening back. Kill scene that all these sequels have. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. We learn that Jason's back and we learn that this movie is in 3D. So we got a van full of teens. Oh, the, I don't think they're supposed to be teens. Eh, early 20s. Early maybe. 20s. I feel like there's yeah. a college. They're the youth. College age. Yeah. So we've got two girls and a boy that get out of this. And then we see a crazy maniacal killer get out of this van. Oh, well, go, hold, go, we, back, go back. Go yeah, back. Yeah. What we should be talking about right now is when they get out of the car or mm-hmm. the van, they say, hey, we're going to go pick up your date. And then the, the, from the van, <laughs> you hear. Here, bring her to me. <laughs> what is happening with it, Shirley Franklin or whatever his name Todd's is? And then Todd's like, is the Shelley. band talking? <laughs> you don't know. You don't know if the band's talking. Like, right. this movie's actually I don't about, know what's happening. Like, it's, it's Jason versus a killer van. I thought it was John. <laughs> That's part eight. And listen, you guys did tell me that these movies get progressively crazier. Uh-huh. I didn't know. Yeah. In the fourth one, the van is actually the hero. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought it was John of the Hutt It's hero van. This whole sequence is insane because, you know, the three of them, the uh-huh. main guy and the two girls walk up to the house to get Shelly's blind date. Uh-huh. That's right. Vera. But Shelly comes up with like a mask on and yeah. stabs. What's his name? Not ready to be a father is what I called him. What's his, <laughs> I don't 
don't think I don't know what father. his name is. We, I, don't, I don't think she's pregnant. I don't think she's pregnant either. She makes a random comment, and then if you do look up like the plot description, it does say that she's pregnant. She but, don't look pregnant. No. Well, Shelly comes so up she, and stabs mm-hmm. Andy. Yeah, but it's not a real knife. It's a no, no, no. It's like knife. a retractable it's knife. It's a prop, right? Knife. Yeah. Revealing himself to not be able to read social situations, and then what's and his face, Billy Bobby Baby? He says, <laughs> "Oh, Andy, Andy, yeah." <laughs> he turns. He's like, "Shelly, you're my roommate." Mm. And I'm obligated to be friends with you. That's yeah. more or less what he says. Uh-huh. But you've got to cut this shit out because I kind of hate you. Right. Yeah, brought you here, and there's actually a girl to be your. I'm date trying. I'm trying to to help yeah. you. I hate him so much. Anyway, so they get to the door. This is when you first realize that he feels real sorry for himself about how he looks. Yeah, because he wants to wear the mask, and they're like, "Take the mask off." Yeah. All right. So we add our new girl Vera to the Scooby Crew. Right. When Vera comes out, she sees Shelly, and she's like, "Fuck this shit." <laughs> <laughs> Turns out the van's on fire. Yeah, and oh, yeah, this is insane. <laughs> yeah, and it's so not then, on fire. <laughs> right, well, it looks like it might be on yeah. fire, and they run back to the van, and then we realize that Cheech and Chong are in this movie. Right, not Cheech and Chong. Yeah, we're going to call them Cheech and yeah. Chong because well, they are the stand in for Cheech and Chong. Exactly. Yeah. What are their yeah. names? They're though? like Chili and Choo Choo. Chuck and Chili. Chili yeah. and Choo Choo? Yeah, they're both CC names. Like, they yeah. are, they lean into the fact that they're Chuck and Chili. Chong. Yeah, I think it's right. Chuck and Chili. This movie has all the names of Thomas the Tank Engine characters. Okay, so the van is saved because it's not actually on fire. It's it's getting hot boxed by oh Cheech and Chong. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't even know why there's a smoking pot after that because you would just be, that'd be a contact high immediately. Exactly. I it's mean, like that two gigantic <laughs> bongs too. Yeah, because we cut to them driving and everyone is passing around joints. There's like four joints. Yeah, and they're well, as they're driving passing. down the road, that would smoke would just be coming out of the. And, and, <laughs> is, and they assume the cops behind them are like pulling them over, so they oh, start. I about that. They start to super trooper where they eat all the pot. Yeah. But so while we're hotboxing this van, this is when we find out that one of the van compadres is pregnant. Yeah, this is when we find out that whatever her name is, yeah. so she at least says she's pregnant. She I does. She Something before. about she has to go to the bathroom and then she's like, you just went to the bathroom. Yeah. And she's like, but you know, that happens when you're pregnant. She has yeah. to stop the podcast every 20 minutes to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mikey. Mikey are you, are pregnant, you pregnant with genius? Are you, are you junior? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> what is this lady's name? Um, Debbie? Debbie. Yeah, Debbie. Debbie. So she may or may not be pregnant. It yes. never gets mentioned again. Right. She does attempt to drink a beer and smokes mm-hmm. pot. So, well, this is the 80s. And has some hammock sex. So. She has a, a lot Debbie. more personality than Chris. That's true. That's true. I mean, honestly, mm-hmm. I did like the pregnant girl's character more than the final I girl. I, I thought they like switched she is, it. She's one of the few characters in this series so far. I think I was actually sad when they died. I yeah. know. Yeah. All right. So they're driving past the convenience store and pulling bodies out. And there's a dead bunny in the road. The fourth bunny from the bunny massacre. Yeah, I missed all got these away. bunnies somehow. Yeah, because we were talking the uh, whole time. Yeah. But as they're driving past, Chris isn't looking out the window. She's in the window of the oh van. Oh, my God. Leaning out. Yeah. Yeah. So much that I tried to mime doing it in my chair, and I almost fell onto Mikey on the couch. That is true. Yeah. And they almost run over a weird old man just laying, just laying in the middle in the of the road. road. I, mean, if I you're, know. If you're choosing to lay in the road, you're getting run over. He definitely. <laughs> dies because of that at some point in we his could, life. Yes. Home- he was definitely homeless. Well, I don't know. He was experiencing homelessness. Yeah. Yes. He was like a he was like a highway preacher. He was. He, <laughs> he was, was the, the harbinger he, for sure mm-hmm. in this movie. And they all get out and they're like, what are you doing? And he's like, I only have eyes for this van. Yeah, because he's got an eyeball in his hand. Well, because the harbinger of the first two films died. Yes, he did. Oh, yeah. that yeah. where Jason was hiding behind the tree somehow. Yes. R.I.P. Crazy Ralph. So he shows the van people his eye and yeah. unlike 
Texas Chainsaw Massacre where they're like, oh, that's fine. That's yeah, fine. Come in our they're van like, with us. oh, this is fucking weird. We're mm. out of here. Yeah. And they get back in the van and leave. I didn't really hear him warn him of anything. I mean, I think of a dude's holding a van talking about how someone who like walked up to him gave him an eyeball. That's mm-hmm. enough warning for me. I'm out. It yeah, was the eyeball like, in like a bag. No, he no, was in his hand. hand. Oh, it wasn't in a bag. bag. It, like a looked, drug. it looked like it was plastic or something. It like, did it looked, look like it was, it was in a plastic. real eyeball. I've seen I, him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but we also may not have heard that he was warning them of anything because we were talking. We were laughing. <laughs> because oh it was my god, that's an eye. Because the eye is 3D coming right at me. Yes. Well, he just talks about the eye. Then when they run off, he's like. I warned you. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I it's very 3D camping. This well. is also by far the grossest of the th- first three, I would say. Yeah, it's pretty gruesome. Like mm-hmm. That fro on Shelly was hideous. Oh, <laughs> so now they get to the actual like they campground, do. right? To a cabin and a swimming hole. Right. And it's and not the campground from the first two. No. It doesn't no. look the same at least. I think no, it's it on the same lake. People just died over but there. But it's, yeah. exactly. it's on it's Crystal Lake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, yeah. they're still in the same area. Let's take a moment here to appreciate We never get a good view of what this place looks like on the outside. No, we don't. And the inside layout looks like maybe a treehouse. Yeah, but there's also <laughs> like five different locations that it might be. It's Swiss Family Robinson yeah. with Jason. <laughs> she brings <laughs> pregnant Debbie up they to do have a up. room and just says, Here's your hammock. Yeah. This is so confusing, though, because we find out, like, I mean, I don't mean to jump ahead, but just yeah. real quick, we find out, like, three years before she was attacked by somebody in the war. Yeah. yeah. Which ends up being Jason. So uh-huh. if that's the case, then he's been, like, on the loose. He's yeah. been on the loose for a while, killing yeah. people. So it's like, mm-hmm. how does anybody still live there or have, right. a, have a house there? And Three years ago, Jason was paid by her parents <laughs> to get her back. <laughs> So Chris walks into this house and immediately gets assaulted by Rick, who's just oh, hang- he's yeah. like the handyman for their house or and something. like just full mouth on kisses. Right, her. it's very weird. It is. It's yeah. not okay. Yeah, and you he need looks to get like consent. he's about fifteen years older than her. Maybe that's a Crystal Lake thing. Maybe. Like, <laughs> I mean, like, I'm finally forty. I finally get my twenty year old. Right. At Crystal Lake. <laughs> yeah. You know what happens at Crystal Lake stays at Crystal Lake. I'm moving Lake. to Crystal Lake. <laughs> not yet. You got a few years. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, and so she's talking about how she didn't want to go back there. And it's only been three years. And then everyone else is going skinny dipping. But we find out that Shelly is whining in the car because he can't go skinny dipping because he's not skinny. And then enough. we get to we get to keep the camera on Shelly instead of the skinny dipping, yeah. which was a great choice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I remember Mikey during this part was very upset that he said that he was not skinny enough to go skinny dipping. He just needs to believe in himself. He does. Man, yeah, man. confidence is more attractive than skinny. I will say Daytime skinny dipping is a power play. It's very ballsy. Yeah. Confidence, is, <laughs> confidence is more attractive than pretending like you're going to kill somebody. That's or, true. Or exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Confidence is more attractive than being an incel. You just get your dick out and get in the water. Mm. Okay, that sounded very sexual assault. But in context, that's what everyone's well, we were doing. Joking. Now we find out that Debbie has to sleep in a hammock. It's the only bed you see in this entire place. Oh, how do you give, right. like, how, how is that not Vera's room or Shelly's room? Why are you going to give the couple because the that's hammock? Because the only bed. That's the nicest room in the treehouse. That's true, yeah. <laughs> oh, there were like weren't beds in the other room? No, there, none of them, the there were no beds anywhere. That's oh, okay. the only bed That's they why have. everybody kept going to the barn to like sleep That's in the right. Hay. They have to sleep in the hay bales. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
So and when that was like, oh, and that was like the first thing they did when they got there. It was like, hey, now that you're here, let's go get this hay up in the barn. Well, and it's hay bale time now. And so Rick is shirtlessly ro- uh, raising hay bales. It's just bullet. one hay bale. Oh, sorry. and then this is where we're finding out that Chris is talking about how her dad? Question mark. Yeah, her is dad. like gonna get a horse every year, oh, but then decides yeah. not to at the last minute. So he always buy buys like a shitload of hay, yeah. which is no true, horse because this is a shitty lake house. If he's gonna buy anything, he'd buy beds. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> he's blowing all his money on hay and hammocks, man. <laughs> oh God! Who has ever seen a hammock indoors? Okay, that answers the question right there. <laughs> Chris, Zero people. Chris tells a lot of stories in this movie, though. Yeah, like, she does. Like half her dialogue is like talking about her dad and then yeah. talking about... Yeah. She's very gremlin. <laughs> she's Phoebe Kate. Yeah. And you'd think she'd be more interesting based on all the stories she tells. God, you got some hot takes there, oh, Jen. <laughs> I do think the pregnant lady, whose name escapes me, is Debbie. more interesting. I will yeah. say, from, from Friday the 13th fans I've listened to or talked to, most people do consider her one of the weakest... Yeah, and it's right uh, after the, the last girls. one, who I think is the She's best fine. one so far. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Amy, I think Jenny. was her name. Jenny. Jenny. In the second Amy's one? the actress's name. Okay. So they're hay flirting, and he like pulls her up, and we learn that they've got a history. Yeah, Rick that, this and is where Chris. we learn that, right? Yeah, yeah. I get the feeling she that's like their summer home or something. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And so whenever and she the comes, handyman. they hook up. Are we at the point where he explains to her that he could have fucked somebody else? Oh this is where God. he says, yeah. "Hey, I could have spent the weekend Guys, with Christy." I mean, Sue. Andy. Andy is a really cool dude, mainly because Shelly and Rick are awful. Yeah. <laughs> like Andy doesn't get a chance to be a dick. Hold on, I will defend this banter because. He was really? like, he's no. doing manual labor for her. He is, off. yeah. He's yeah, helping yeah. her build like, whatever they're I could have just hung out with so and so. He doesn't say fuck her. He's speaking with his dick at that point. And then she goes, Yeah, you could have. She like banters back. It was I, I thought it was more of a back and forth. He said that they want he wants to make an arrangement where they spend three hours a day with each other. Yeah. yeah. One hour in the morning and two hours at night. Oh, I missed that part. Yeah. Ooh, she, but, yeah. But she, I want to defend the banter, nope. Mikey. <laughs> Do you think he keeps that sweater wrapped around him? Not yeah. in this scene. Sometimes he throws it on the hay bale. Oh my god! Yeah. But she doesn't seem like she's uncomfortable. She's no. kind of playing along. Yeah, with it. she's she's sort of into and it. And she yeah. actually gets up on the rope thing that he's pulling up, and like he pulls her up, and then he just yes. drops her. Well, I mean, yeah, let her down I slowly. Think, sure. I think if he hadn't attacked her and acted like such an ass when she walked in in the previous scene, maybe we would have. Maybe that scene wouldn't play as creepy. Yeah, yeah. right. So now they hear a scream from inside the house. Yeah, and oh my so god. she runs to investigate. We find Shelly dead in the the armoire, but not so fast. He's just kidding. This and is nobody the likes worst. him. I hate him so much. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're kind of like, oh, good, he's dead. I know. I was like, <laughs> all right, this got started and they yeah, got rid of the person go. I hated the most. Aww. So cool. Yeah, he had a hand axe through his forehead. It was a hand axe. Mikey. And look, if you're the kind of person that pretends to be dead lots of times and your friend group thinks that's funny and it's kind of like a game you guys all play, that's cool. But he's just not reading the room. He's not right. like doing a bit that his friends like. His friends fucking hate this right. and he keeps it, doing it. Well and it's one of those things too it doesn't even make sense why he's there. Like, what, if, right. what if Shelly it's, he's, he's Rick's roommate or whatever his name is roommate. How dare Andy. you stand up for Shelly? <laughs> Shelly apologizes. What if Shelly is like a possum and when he gets scared he just plays dead and it's just more elaborate So you like Shelly? No. Uh, <laughs> no he's a shelly apologist. No. So now Shelly's playing dead and so nobody likes him so he just decides to tag along with Vera to go to the store. The cashier at the gas station Tells her, upon seeing her, we don't take food stamps. Yeah. yeah. Just real casual <laughs> you know what, racism. You know what makes me sad about this, though? She then turns to Shelly Franklin and is like, hey, I need money. Yeah, like yeah. she's used to that. I know. And mm-hmm. she didn't bring money with her. She right. was at the register and he ready wasn't to supposed, pay. He wasn't supposed to go with her. I right. know. And he's well, looking at porn. Do 
It so, makes no so sense. So maybe she did have food stamps. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. Okay. Like, hold you don't know. Wait, hold on. Shelly is her date. Right. Quote unquote. If he comes to the grocery store, he's buying the groceries. But she, but she was driving off without him. He begged her to let That's him go. True. But now that he's there, he she should pay. She didn't bring I the agree, money but she has no money and she's at the grocery store. We don't store. know that. She just goes, ah, Shelly, come pay for this. <laughs> maybe she's like, well, you're good for one but She's thing. definitely super used to racism because yeah. she yeah. doesn't even bat an eye. She's like, whatever. So while she is, for some reason, standing at the register with no way to pay, Shelly is just looking at porn. Yep. So Shelly throws his wallet and it comes right at us because it's in 3D. Oh um, but and then, it's a Velcro wallet. It is a Velcro wallet with a picture of him and his mom. In <laughs> I'm surprised his shoes aren't Velcro. And a well. condom and a, a, condom and a oh, red yeah. wrapper. Oh my God. Well, and we, yeah, and we know this because <laughs> we see a high-heeled biker boot step the on The Warriors it. leftovers. Right, yeah. yeah. And we see our lady biker who can't make eye contact with anyone talking to her and asking <laughs> her why hilarious. there's a con. It really was. It was like she was reading. It's like she's reading SNL. Um, but she's like going through and condom shaming her for holding on to Shelly's wallet. <laughs> What's the problem with this condom? At least she has some. He has some. Shelly has a condom in his wallet for what purpose? Like, why does he Just have one? Just in case? Just in case of what? Andy said he was bringing him a, a date. Yeah. Ooh. Still. <laughs> Just in case of what? There's no way he's getting lucky. Yeah, I'm far less creepy than Shelly, and bringing a condom on a first date is very optimistic. Exactly. Even very if your first date, even if your first date is like a weekend long, which never do that. That sounds no. terrible. That's if, how you get you, murdered. When you were single like, back in the day, did you never like just keep a condom? I keep in your them wallet? in my car. That makes sense. So we've got our biker lady who's not making eye contact, and we have our biker gang who are the ghosts of Marley and yeah, Marley. They're Marley and Marley from the Christmas. Whoa. They're literally wearing chains. Which version of a Christmas Carol? The one with Michael Caine. Yes, the Muppets, which is the definitive adaptation. Although I did recently watch the Jim Carrey one for the first time. Mm. Not bad. So the ghosts of Marley and Marley accost Shelly. Well, because they're not actually a ghost. They can actually accost somebody. Yeah, and somehow they get out of that jam. And so now they get into their car, but the biker gang is back and menacing Shelly. And Shelly backs into their bike. He doesn't mean to, though. He doesn't. He's just bumbling. He's just a Magoo idiot, and he backs into their bikes. So Marley Sr. comes out and chain forces this car to stop by the power of his fist. I, and why do you stop? Like, why do you not just swerve around him? Because that was insane. Also, this isn't a yellow bug, which I think is important to visualize. That's true. It's Herbie. <laughs> yeah, if you're not laughing right now, it's because you're not picturing the bug. <laughs> right. So Marley Sr. punches through Rick's the windshield car. and mm-hmm. the side window. Yeah, which is cool. all the windows. It is cool. It is cool. And Shelly is like over it and like drives mm-hmm. away, right? But then Shelly decides to be a man of action. Yeah, and then he floors it and like does a quick turn Wait, and on. runs over the motorcycle. Is he a man? No, he, he that's what he ends up doing, but he what he tries to do is murder the guy. He does. Yeah, yeah it was almost a hate crime. You're not wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He goes and aims for Marley Sr. and Marley Sr. jumps out of the way and then he runs amazing. over the cars. Think of he had murdered him with the rest of the movie. It was like a Bonnie and Clyde movie with, uh, <laughs> <laughs> with Shelly and Vera. It was like Queen and Slim with Shelly and Vera. <laughs> He gets his bag out and he's like, yeah. this is the mask you wear. This is yeah. the mask I wear. Yeah. But he does run over the tire of one of yeah. the bikes and then speeds away. But yeah. before he leaves, the Marley Sr. runs into the street and pulls a ball cap out of his pocket and throws mm-hmm. it down. And then I guess quickly writes down their address because they show up later. Right. Which- Inciting the feud that <laughs> yeah. will continue the plot of this movie. <laughs> Important thing to visualize, all these bikers are dressed like Rufio from Hooked. <laughs> <laughs> These are not it's intimidating not bikers. <laughs> it's just hook. Oh, is it? It's so good. <laughs> but you're right. They all do look like Rufio. <laughs> yeah. I love you. Yeah. <laughs> 
All right, so now it's yo-yo time. But not only, <sighs> not just any yo-yo, it's 3D yo-yo time. Yeah. And he's dropping it on the face of the pregnant girl, right? Yep. Who's in a blue bikini. Mm-hmm. Right. But her eyes and are And it has to be freezing. Well, she is cold. You can tell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And so now uh, Shelly gets back and Rick sees that all of the windows in his car have been busted out. So he's yeah, pissed he's super and he casual wants to leave. Yeah, Rick is super nice about it, though. they're dicks to yeah. him. They're yes. just like, yeah, they sorry, are. bro. Sorry about your sweater, <laughs> man. Like, toss him the keys and then walk in the if house. If you right. look closely at the scene, Shelly hands him money to do the repairs. No, oh, does he? Yes. yes. I he did does. not see that. We can go back to the tape. I'm not no. going to go back, back to the tape. Welcome back to Shelly Pologist. I think we would have heard the Velcro, though. No, he had it ready. Shelly's the type that would be like super nervous about seeing him. He would be. Yeah, you're right. Rehearsing it, it really yeah. felt like a sorry man. It did. And like, just walked in the house. Shelly's a piece of shit. But can we talk about how? <laughs> how does Rick even fit in this car? Because Rick's like seven feet tall. Well, he yeah, he's like a handy. I mean, I've never known like somebody that does work on people's houses that doesn't have like a truck with like a tool bed in the back. And <laughs> nope. You're not. You're not gonna have he a just bolt puts tool. it all in his front. <laughs> 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 because it's a Herbie. Uh, oh, the, I wasn't picturing the Herbie. Yeah, that's it, why. The engine's in the back of those. Ooh. Are we bugging you? <laughs> <laughs> so Rick wants to leave because they just destroyed his car, but Chris wants him to stay. And now Prego and Not Ready to Be a Father are about to go skinny dipping. Right. But the biker man is here. Right. And this is where Chris and Rick peel off and go off to yeah. fix his car. I like that's that right. Rick's having like a, like a, you can tell he's having a hard time in his mind. Like, I mean, I, should I be pissed about the car mm. or do I have a boner? Exactly. <laughs> Where both. is the blood going to go? Well, yeah, Chris, Chris gave him the speech of like, I really want you to stay. Uh-huh. You know, I've really enjoyed talking to you. He's like holding on to the me, sleeves of his sweater. Todd turns me in the movie and whispers. He's like, you would have stayed, Mikey. Well, yeah. Like, Listen, if that had happened to me and Natalie was like, I want you to stay, I would totally have stayed. Yeah. You would have yeah. sat on the glass in that car and driven I- somewhere to fix it. <laughs> <laughs> in all fairness, Chris is nice. She goes she with is. him. Like mm-hmm. they, they want to spend time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so they go off as a couple to do whatever. I guess they go fix the glass because later we see the car and it's fixed. So that's what they go and do. (laughs) Yeah, they fix the glass. (laughs) So now, while they are skinny dipping, the biker men are back. And woman. Oh, yeah, Yeah, the biker gang. God damn it, Jen. Also, gang is a hard word for three people. The biker group. The biker threesome is here. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a devil's three-way. There's two men and one woman. Yes. Because of two horns? Yes, ma'am. She got it. The horns are dicks. Yeah, I got that. <laughs> okay, I'm moving on. <laughs> All right. So now, Biker, who I think her name is Foxy. Yeah, she, it is, and yeah. she is. She goes into the barn, and we start to hear the Jason music, and then Jason's right behind her, and she's just wandering around this barn looking at barn stuff. I hated the scene because she does not act like someone who was broken into a barn should act. Right. And while she's doing this, Marley and Marley are pulling gas out of the Whoa. gas tank. Exactly. And <laughs> she's in there sort of casing the scene because they're going to burn down that barn or that's what the plan is right Mm -hmm. she should be more concerned that the person who owns it is there right exactly because she keeps hearing people she just wants to get all the old west memorabilia out before they burn it down she is touching every bit of of Mm -hmm. ruby tuesday's uh, (laughs) artifacts you see on their wall but time out here this is not an over response by this biker threesome because shelly tried to murder them and brought them here if shelly did not try to murder that guy they wouldn't be at this barn i don't think it's an overreaction either i think it is gangland warfare yeah, yeah, because Shelly threw the first like punch. He tried to murder. Yeah, him. they he accosted 
arrested him while he was just trying to I read mean, porn. I don't by understand himself. why they didn't just go try to find him though and beat him up or something. Why did they skip straight to arson? Well, we yeah. don't know what all their plan was. Maybe they're trying to lure him into the barn, knock him out, and then burn him alive. It, it, you know it, the funny you, thing it wasn't hard to get people to go to that barn. <laughs> no. Everybody just kind of glanced <laughs> over. I know, and was the like, barn is like a magnet. Barn. <laughs> you should go check that shit out. Yeah, it's a nicer building than whatever <laughs> yeah. building they were sleeping in. That's true. I do love that they just assume he lives there, I guess. like <laughs> They assumed it was his car, but it's not. It's Rick's car. <laughs> so they're going to burn down Rick's barn in retaliation for something Shelly did. It's not Rick's barn, though. It's Chris's it's family. Chris's barn, and the car's not even there. <laughs> the car was driven off to get the windshield replaced. So now all they can yeah. see is the van. And they're literally pulling gas out of a vehicle that was not involved in the murder no, attempt. But you know what? Shelly's probably there doing some fucking dumb anyway so you know yeah. it's all him he is, did you not see the movie that's all he does <laughs> yeah so biker lady almost face plants on a pitchfork yes which is a little fork shadowing it is fork shadowing yeah. yes because she goes You've up into the loft and she says hey is anybody up there yeah and I'm then, breaking in are yeah. you the owner or are you also breaking in <laughs> and oh then she starts swinging on this hook oh, that we've yeah. seen before and then <gasps> suddenly she's gone because she sees her gang pal snow cone outside yeah Hawaiian Nice. Yeah. <laughs> and so Snow Cone goes into the barn, also looking around at all the memorabilia. And then he goes up into the loft and he sees that Foxy has been forked up against the wall. Yeah, she got forked super hard. She did. <laughs> Through and her she's neck. Dead. And she's hanging. Yes. Yeah. She was forked to death. <laughs> so, so now Snow Cone turns around and there's Jason and he pitchforks him In too. The gut. There's a second pitchfork, guys. Yeah. All right. So now there's only one biker left. It's the biker who was almost run over. Yes, yes. Yeah. So he's yelling it for Snow Cone, and he walks in, and Snow Cone, the other biker man, just falls on top of him, and they have a little bit of a tender moment where he says goodbye to his biker friend. Yeah. Does he? No, he just... Yeah. Throws the just body throws of him off of him. Yeah. yeah, the body's looking straight up in his blood, and he's like, "Ah!" It's it's a tender moment, though. They look right, bikers right. have bonds with each other. I think I watch Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. It's always sad when a threesome ends. Sons. <laughs> yeah. So now um, they say goodbye to each other, and then Jason t- takes this biker down with one swing, and then we off camera see him like hacking him. So Jason hits him with what looks like a hammer. Right. But at this point, I thought he died. I did he, too. He hits him like nine he times. He does. But he doesn't die. We see him later. Right. All right, so now we're back at the cabin, and Shelly and Andy are uh, juggling to uh. try to get their ladies. Oh, and, and this was a 3D thing, too, I yeah, guess. Yeah, the juggling balls it were was, coming right yeah, at me. Because it's shot from over top, and it's mm-hmm. supposed to be coming at I the just, camera I, or whatever. God, balls coming at the camera? Yeah. I would love to go back and be like in the writer's room, Todd or the made... writer's outhouse, or whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> With a bunny hutch in the yeah. corner. Well, apparently they had a really hard time getting a lot of the 3D to work, and it would take a really long time to set shots I up. Bet. So they just kind of started playing around and thinking of gimmicks. Debbie and Vera are looking at each other like, yeah, they're both nerds. Uh-huh. And then let's go have sex. So Debbie says, I know a better way you can use those hands or something yeah. like she, that. And, she, and then she whispers the explanation of the shocker in his ear. <laughs> him to throw all of his balls and, into the yeah, air. And then Andy's like, uh, you win, Shelly. I'm going to go have sex. And <laughs> Shelly's like, oh, I, I will give you your Shelly perspective here. Because they go up to the hammock. The Shelly perspective. <laughs> Shelly still juggling. Yeah. Pro tip. Never hit on a woman while you're juggling. Yeah. You're going to get a ball in your eyes. Isn't, that when she's, isn't he still juggling when he's checking out her butt? Yes. Yeah. Can I reenact this scene? Yes. Can I be Vera? Yeah. <laughs> right. Is this because then he stops juggling and he goes, Vera, I've talked to you today for like 20 minutes <laughs> and you're my date for the weekend, right? Uh-huh. And she's like, yeah. And he's like, I just want you to know like I really like you. And then Vera's like, 
No. <laughs> yeah. But, but Put her hand on his mouth. She says, Shelly, I don't think so. But, yeah. but Vera, but Vera, you know, like we talk though for some. Yeah. And then you saw me like try to murder a guy. Yeah. Ugh. Then Vera decides to go outside. Yeah. yeah she says, like, I'm going to go outside for a little bit. Then I'll come back in and we'll talk. <laughs> Just ignore all the laughing you hear me doing. And when I come back, we can talk about this. Right. She I says. think she's yeah. going outside though to actually be like, she's probably like weighing out the pros and cons. <laughs> no. no, I think she went outside to laugh and then go back in and have a conversation Not about me. Why I think have sex with him. She was staring at that water and was like, I think I'd rather drown myself than go in. And this she, nasty, foggy, milky the, water. Lake. On Crystal Lake. Yeah. Because she doesn't actually. <laughs> but Vera's out there, like, uh, just, you know, over it. Yeah, she's trying to escape the awkwardness. Yeah. Now we cut back to hammock sex, proving oh that God. it is, in fact, possible. They're talking about if it's better than the last time. And she's like, no, I think would it was you the get hammer. like rope burns on your butt? Though? She no. would, yeah, because she was on bottom. You got to put a quilt down underneath. You would you. use it like a. I would put her in the hammock, and I would be standing up. Yeah, so like, yeah, that's absolutely. a recipe for falling over, Mikey. No, no, no. You, you don't even you get have, in it. The male does not get yeah. in it. Yeah, and you just you use just the swing, hammock. Yeah, the motion. Yeah, the motion. Oh. And you got hands it's on like her. A, it's yeah. like an indoor swing. I like that you know that. <laughs> that is not at all what they do. They both get in the hammock, and they, I guess, just bump Uggs for a few minutes, and then that's it. And she says it's the best. Ever. Because of the hammock. Right. And he's like, well, I think it was because of me. That was banter I could get behind. Yeah. <laughs> like he did. That was not like <laughs> I. So now Chris and Rick are sitting out by their car. And this is when we get the chimney scene from Gremlins Friday the 13th style. This scene doesn't <sighs> make sense because they've driven to a different part of the woods that's isolated. Right. I think it's just another place by the lake because yeah. I think there was water on one side of them. It's like a burned out chimney yeah. that they're sitting on. Yeah. And then she's like, I need to tell you a story. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I brought you here because, and he's like, no, I drove us here. Exactly, yeah. I sat on glass for this, and this is what you get me. Yeah. What would have made that made more sense, though, is if he was like a sacrifice she had to bring out there. <laughs> that actually would have been a nice, like, twist. All right, so she's talking about how she had a fight with her mom, and her mom slapped her, and she ran outside, and she decides to own her parents by sleeping in the woods all night and putting yeah. herself in great danger. Yeah, get back at her parents <laughs> by having to stay outside all night in exactly. the woods. Would, even if you like to camp. You're not doing that. Right. You know how I know she has no friends? Because <laughs> she went to the woods and stayed in the woods. Right. You would go to a friend's house. Yeah. yeah. Or just sleep in your car or something. So she's talking about her flashback and she fell asleep by a tree in the woods and she hears a noise behind her and there was a hideous man that we find out we know is Jason, but she just thinks it's some man with a deformed face. He has a knife and he's attacking her and she's kicking her and he's dragging her into the forest and then she passes out and wakes up in her own bed and it was all a dream or maybe. Was it all a dream? No it wasn't. None of this make well you don't know none right. of this makes sense. They never explain what happened. Okay Jason has lived at Crystal Lake for a long time. Yeah. So obviously the locals have developed some sort of relationship with him. The kid ran off. They paid Jason to go get her and scare her to death to make sure she didn't run off anymore. It doesn't make any other sense because Jason's never spared a victim. Exactly. It is very strange. So then it could yeah. be a dream, but then at the same time, she sees Jason clearly. And then right. he acts like he knows her. Well, and it's implied that he assaulted her, like that he sexually assaulted her, but they don't go into that detail. And apparently they were going to lean more into that, but she was a really devout Mormon and didn't want to say that. And they also thought that that oh, would the be, actress. Yeah, the actress is a devout Mormon. She didn't want to say that. They thought it would be too dark for this movie, but there was you more think. of a clear implication. Better pitch would be to make Debbie the final girl 
And she does get sexually assaulted, and that's his baby. Uh, so he listens to this sad chimney story, and then Rick decides it's time to take off. But, I mean, he is a little bit caring when she tells him this very strange yeah, story. Yeah, unlike in Gremlins, where the male main character is ignoring the female right. character who's giving this really heartfelt, sad speech. He's so actually they, invested. Yeah, He is, and they, they don't have to give Gizmo the reaction shot right. for this movie. <laughs> what if it had cut over and Jason's crying <laughs> out of his good eye? Oh, oh my God. Yeah, that'd be uh, amazing. All right, well, so what happens next, Jen? So, to film that. <laughs> now we got um, Chuck and Chili, and Chuck yeah, is going to the outhouse. So this is the second man we see taking a shit in this movie. And he goes outside barefoot to the outhouse. Yes. And, and, oh, and so Mikey, disgusting. I thought it was weird that Mikey kept saying when people were taking shits, these were his favorite scenes. Right. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> he felt a spiritual connection. I was like, it's my turn to go too. And so he hears a noise and doesn't wipe or check out what he just passed. And that's when we find out that he's got yellow <laughs> underpants. That was a weird <laughs> visual like nobody could see that but she oh. just kind of <laughs> glanced over her backside kind of like almost yeah, she flirtatious it. Yeah. it was almost flirtatious like, that was just for you guys but I mean when he's because he's smoking pot and then like the whole outhouse shakes mm-hmm. and he's like oh this is some good shit yeah. and then it shakes again and he's shit. like oh that's what it was yeah. yeah and you shouldn't invite that when you're taking a no. shit you but, shouldn't be doing things other than taking a shit these people are eating and drinking you right. had a very big problem with the completing the cycle you did that's yeah. all I'm saying <laughs> I've ate well I've pooped before. What? Why would you admit it's to like that? It's like a funnel. Ugh. No, it's like you you reach equilibrium, no. like the equal amount no. going in. Oh, no. Okay, so you're hey, wiping wait, your ass quick, and eating. Is that the shocker? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not wiping while you eat. Uh. All right, anyway, so it shakes a second time, and that's when he's like, oh, something's happening. I got to get out. And we I find d- out that his, ma- his underwear matches his yellow shirt. It does, yeah, mm-hmm. except the back's really brown. Yeah, yeah that yellow underwear, wipe. man, that was a quick shot of that. That was yeah, crazy. Yeah. It was Look, crazy. if you don't wipe with toilet paper, something else is going to take the force of that. <laughs> and it's most likely going to be your underpants. Yeah. Then we get a jump scare from Chili. And so they go into the barn to try to murder Shelly for all of his practical jokes on them. And then we get Vera back on the dock. Oh, yeah, because they see Jason. Oh, they go in the barn. They think it's Shelly. Yeah. We were about to talk. I forgot Chili's death scene comes a little later. That's my favorite yeah. part. Okay, go on. <laughs> well, because this barn is like a magnet. And <laughs> so Vera's on the dock and she gets grabbed by the foot and almost pulled into the oh water. And then we find out that Shelly is just not going to quit with this shit. How did he get in the water, by the way, without her knowing? I don't know. He's <laughs> walking in the other side of the lake. I hope she didn't look over here. <laughs> <laughs> not only that, he's going to be like, this is going to get her. But she's going to like me after mm-hmm. this. Yeah. So she gets real mad. Yeah. And he goes into the barn to try to hatch more Shelly nanigans. Oh, my God, Jen. How long are you sitting on that? <laughs> I wrote it in my notes. So, so an hour and a half you've been sitting on And then on we that. just never see him again. No, we well, Vera yells at him first. I think it's important. Yeah. Yes. She does she's not having though. it because it's not cool. And she's like, Shelly, you don't have to do this. And he's like, I do have to do it. I just want people to like me. And she's like, you're not that bad looking. People will like you if you just don't do all this shit. So Shelly storms off to pout and hatch more Shelly nanigans in the barn. Yeah. <laughs> Trademark Shelly nanigans. <laughs> From what I understand, he does die but they did not show that in the movie. They, yeah. There was something about the scene that didn't work. I don't remember. So Vera finds Shelly's wallet and opens it up and sees <laughs> Velcro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, Foley guy couldn't get that down well. Right. Yeah. And, and then, then drops she, it in the lake. Yeah, she just drops she it in the lake. drops it yeah. in the yeah. lake. She looks at the picture of him and his mom and is like, look at that ugly mother and just Aww. throws the wall in the lake. Ooh. 
But she does have a change of heart and she tries to get this Velcro wallet back because if that Velcro gets too wet, it's just not going to work anymore. And by this time, that Velcro wallet is no longer right next to her. It's traveled about 60 feet down the <laughs> well, lake. Well, he's apparently bed. got like a lot of money in there if he's given Rick like... Yeah. Fixing glass windshield Well, it money. had a lot of <laughs> maybe, money. Yeah, maybe it's yeah. gone. Now it's just condoms. He bought a I, spear I think he's a rich kid. for a prank. Of course <laughs> he's got a lot yeah. of money. I think yeah. he's a rich kid. Yeah. He's got to be. Well, no longer because he's dead. But yeah. now we see... <laughs> Jason walk out with the hockey mask uh-huh. that Shelly was wearing yes. and the harpoon gun that he had just had. And so we could legitimately think it might be Shelly if we don't no, remember we what Shelly looked like or And how like. tall he was and that he's not wearing the scuba <laughs> suit. I don't think she's really paying attention at first. I think she's just kind of like, Shelly, just stop it. Because I think yeah. she just notices the hockey mask. But then when she actually looks. Yeah, and he's not yeah. chubby anymore. She's kind of like, <laughs> why am I sexually attracted to Shelly all of a Shelly. sudden? That mask I have on. Your wallet. That bald head and that, that green jacket so <laughs> she comes out on the dock and she's like what the fuck shelly and then gets harpooned right through the eye yeah he shoots her in that the might eye. have been an okay 3d effect that i mean i don't know yeah oh yeah, I bet yeah. it was cool yeah mm-hmm. but i mean it doesn't look good in this movie because it's no. not 3d anymore but right yeah so we're back to hammock sex and this is when they talk about whether it's one of the best ones yet but she goes to shake the hammock off and take a shower yes and so to wash that hammock off of exactly <laughs> there's like hemp fibers and stuff stuck to you probably <laughs> so um and you Andy. Think, you think you're getting away with no nudity? No. Nope. <laughs> exactly, yeah. No, and honestly, we haven't seen nudity to this point. We haven't. We didn't see it when they were skinny dipping. We didn't see it during the sex, I don't think. No, we no. didn't. So, not ready to be a father yet. He hand walks up to the shower and asks her if she wants a beer. And she says, yes, I'm pregnant, but I don't care. And so, then he goes out in the hallway, and Jason is... This is the worst. ...is looming above him. And then he gets, like, machete split in half. Oh, yeah. He's split he, too. If you're walking on your hands like him, this is, is the worst thing that could happen. possibly the most brutal <laughs> death in the series. It like, is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. I mean, he cuts him from taint to top. <laughs> All right. But she doesn't know because she's in the shower and she's decided she's changed her mind and she doesn't want a beer after right. all. She's like, hey, I'm pregnant. I shouldn't give my baby fetal alcohol syndrome. Right. Mm, yeah. And so she picks up a Fangoria magazine and I've got a fun fact about this. So stay tuned, listeners. So she's in the hammock and she's reading and blood starts dripping on her magazine. And then a knife comes sticking through, yeah. through her chest from behind. It after is very she looks cool. up and sees yeah. Andy like. Yeah. So oh, like yeah. when she, I I don't know. This movie breaks like two rules for me, and one of them is the show don't tell. Uh-huh. And it happens twice. A woman who sees blood dripping goes, "Huh, I wonder where that's coming from." Right. You yeah. don't have to say that. Just, just look, look up. up. Why yeah. are you saying that? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. when she looks up, she sees um, split in half boyfriend. Yeah, split in half boyfriend. Yeah, just like if water dripped on you, you'd be like. I mean, Ooh. immediately. Right. Immediately. You would look up. Right. And I just looked up. I know this is a podcast. You did. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and she, so she sees her boyfriend split in half, and then she gets stabbed. And that yeah. effect is pretty cool. It is, yeah. All right, so Stoner Couple is now making 3D popcorn, and it's coming right at me. And so he goes without shoes on down into this damp basement. That's got water on it. It's gross, and yeah. moldy stuff. It, yeah, it's not just damp. Like, it's like yeah. foot deep in water. Not a like foot, it. but like your toe yeah. deep. And if like, he had made it through this weekend, he would have gone home with a serious case of athlete's foot. Oh, yeah, man. He's got ringworm. All, yeah, all kinds yeah. of, like, ringworm, bacteria. Yeah. He's whatever losing he at least three of those Whatever toes. he caught from that other girl, too. So he sees a dead squirrel and a pinup calendar, and then... He goes and fixes the fuse box. He does. So the lights come on, and then that's when you see Jason behind him. I actually really liked that shot. It was, like, one of the only shots I was like, ooh, that's creepy. That's mm. really well done. It reminded me, uh, in like, when you see Michael, and I know it's a different series, but the Halloween series, when you see 
him like like orb up and you can just see his mm-hmm. mask. It looks sort of like reminiscent of that, which I liked. Yeah, I it was I creepy. Agree. I agree. And then um, he gets yeah. thrown into the fuse box and electrocuted by thumb that hit the fuse box. Yeah, so he dies by thumb electrocution. Yeah, thumb trick. Thumb acution. Thumb acution. Yeah, yeah, we'll workshop it. All right. And so, <laughs> meanwhile, Stoner Girl, I think her name is Chili. So. She's opening the door of the kitchen, and we see Shelly there with a with his throat cut, but it's the Shelly who's cried wolf, so nobody believes. Oh, him we anymore. do see. I forgot yeah. we saw Shelly in that part, so we do see Shelly, and we right. do see that he mm-hmm. dies. And yes. the reason that it bugs me that we don't see when he dies is that we don't see the moment when Jason takes his mask. Right. I, I like wanted it. to see that transference from one douchebag to a murderer. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so Shelly dies a terrible, tragic death because yeah, he was like, "I'm going to go back to making popcorn." And he bleeds out on the t- kitchen floor. Right. But you know what? <laughs> and yeah. that's why you never fake yeah. your death. Yeah. It's, he's the boy who cried wolf, like 100. percent Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even if he was really dying, I don't think she would react. Guys, I already said I was sorry about the last time. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're back to the boring couple, which is Chris and Rick. And she goes outside and walks straight into a wind machine. And she's looking for Rick, but she doesn't see him. You say that she walks right into a wind machine, but you don't see the wind. You hear the wind, but the wind is not blowing. <laughs> they pointed like, in the other direction. <laughs> there's like a like a fan that's like blowing back and oh, forth. Oh, an on oscillating set. fan. It's like an oscillating fan. Mm-hmm. And they just don't have it on her for most of the scene. So her hair's not moving at all. But you do hear like... Look, 3D wind is hard, okay? (laughs) And so we see her looking out into the wind trying to find Rick, but we see also see around the corner Jason has got Rick. This was cool. It was cool, and that's why she can't hear him also because of the loud sound Mm -hmm. of the wind. Right. And so she goes back inside, and then Jason squeezes poor sweet Rick until his sweater and eyes just explode everywhere. Oh my God, it looks so dumb. It It kind of did. It did not look great, but the eye goes right at the camera and it sort of made me laugh. Okay, so Stoner Woman is running around looking for her Stoner Man, and she is terrible at both screaming and running for someone with a role in a horror movie. And she even made a comment before this about how she doesn't ever scream during sex. Right. Yeah. Because he hasn't given her something to make it worth screaming. Yeah, because And I think it's because she doesn't know how to scream. Or act. I mean, she's not great. No, yeah. She goes upstairs, then goes back downstairs for some reason. Then she's scared by a door opening, and then she turns around, and there's a fire poker behind her, and she does scream from getting poked by someone. Finally. Right. I was glad she died, but getting to that point <laughs> was not great. I mean, yeah. really, I mean, I don't know. I didn't have an opinion of that couple either way. This part was so boring, I barely remembered it until just now. I'll say this. There are a few things going on in this movie that I don't think are on the screen. I think Shelly's in on it. <gasps> he doesn't actually die. Mm-hmm. And these other two people are figments of their imagination. Ooh. So like the potheads don't actually exist. They're a hallucination from all the pot? Yes. That's what happens when you chew it? <laughs> <laughs> They're still in the van thinking right. the cops are going to get them? Yes. This is all a fear of fever dream? <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. So now Chris is wandering around and she sees bloody clothes in the full bathtub because I guess Jason turned the water back on after um, pregnant lady. That's what he would do. Yeah. It's he just took like- the tea kettle off. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know? It's, honestly, he's just soaking the bloody clothes because he, he needs them for later. I guess he's going to stitch together sort like a Frankenstein show. fashion show of yeah. all the murder clothes. Mm-hmm. But he likes onesies. So now Chris sees the bloody clothes in the full tub. Then she goes back into the magnet barn and Snow Cone's dead body falls on top of her. Oh my God. And this Again? is, yeah, yeah. He just keeps getting propped yeah. up and falling on people. <laughs> it makes no sense. <laughs> like we did this once already. Nah, it's fine. We'll do it again. And this is when the producer body to use right now. (laughs) So she goes back in the house. The wind machine is going crazy. There are a bunch of windows getting blown all around. Because when she closes the door, Jason opens a 
window. He does, yeah. And the wind machine just <laughs> takes that invitation and runs with it. Yes. And yeah. so she locks everything. The yeah. door's locked. The windows are locked. But she forgot that there are 9,000 windows. <laughs> yeah. Well, so I, I laughed out loud because Jason was like, oh, you're going to lock all the windows? Then I'm going to throw your boyfriend through one. Yeah. I, know, I thought you were like freaking out. No, I thought you actually got scared. Because he power moved, throws Rick through the windows yeah, that she I just locked. I actually think Jason has a crush on her. That's well, why he yeah. didn't kill her before. And this is actually Jason's like throw a pebble at the window kind of thing. <laughs> oh, it's too much. It doesn't work. It's overkill, Mikey. <laughs> right. It's overkill. Well, if there's nothing about Jason, it's overkill. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. All right. So now Rick is getting power moved through the window and she's running upstairs and she throws a 3D bookshelf on top of him. <laughs> and, <laughs> and he's like, no, I hate no! reading. Which is pretty much like me. So she goes and hides in the closet. And while yes. she's in this closet, she sees Debbie, who's dead. Yes. And got a knife still in the back, which will become important in a minute. Deadbeat. Deadbeat. Yes. yes, yes. And Jason tries to axe into the closet. And he's like he shining. Sh- he he shines it. Yeah. Yeah. And so she rips the knife out of the back of her dead friend. Right. And while Jason is trying to open the door, just like in The Shining, mm-hmm. where the wife slices his hand, she stabs his hand. She does. Right. Also, yeah, yeah. Uh, important difference between this and The Shining is... You could tell that this door is made out of cardboard when he's accidentally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. True. This is one of the things that I think makes me like Chris because I imagine like seeing your dead best friend and ripping a knife out of her and stabbing someone who's trying to attack her. That's a pretty badass thing to do, you know? Not only does she do that, she opens the door and starts to stab at Jason as he's exactly. like backing up like, oh no, my like God, Chris. what's she's, going she's on? She's very proactive. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so she is chasing him down the hallway. Not chasing him, but like backing up, up down the hallway and right. stabs him right above the knee. Like that's shit would hurt so bad. Yeah. Right. And he makes his roar. And then she throws something through a window and she's about to jump through the window but Jason reaches out and grabs her by the shoulder and is trying to pull her jacket. And then her jacket starts to tear and she's like, this is a members only jacket. <laughs> you can't have it. She says, sorry Jason, it's members only. <laughs> that joke was made by Mikey and I stole it. So she falls to the ground and he uh-huh. like looks out the window and starts to go down the steps. Yeah. And she runs to the door to verify that he is chasing after her, mm-hmm. which is the oh. dumbest move you could do and then she runs to the van finds the keys shakes him over a baby a thousand times yeah. or at least the Foley artist it does sounds uh-huh. like keys are raining from the sky <laughs> onto the van anyway, she, and then she grabs the right one turns the key and then she starts to drive off in the van right. and she sees Jason standing in front of her and unlike Shelly Franklin she like slams on the gas and is like okay cool I'll run you over mm-hmm. and then he dives out of the way and she drives across a wooden, va- a wooden bridge which is now where the van runs out of gas because biker threesome has siphoned it out earlier. Oh, yeah. They're good at sucking. All right. So Jason is coming. The tires are starting to go through the bridge and then Jason and this part is hilarious. So Jason reaches in and grabs her by the head through oh the window God. but not so fast. It's a crank window. Yeah, so, so she, she cranks <laughs> up the window and traps his hands. Both of his hands get stuck. Oh my gosh, so it's dumb. amazing. So much so that he has he's like shaking the whole van. He is. He sneaks out the other door. And then he he smashes the window with his face to Mm -hmm. break it. But it did buy her a little time, ridiculously. So now (laughs) we're back in the barn, of course, and he's running around the barn looking for her, but she's hiding on top of a beam. Yes. And then, so this happens for quite a while, and then we get a 3D shot where something is coming right at the camera, and this time it is her crotch, 
because she jumps down from this beam and like straddles the camera and it's insane. She's Mm. wearing pants though, so you don't see anything, but it's just real weird. That'd be it's like Miley Cyrus on a wrecking ball. (laughs) But she but she booty bounces Jason. She does, yeah. It's very strange. And it works. It does. So he tries to machete her and the machete gets stuck in the door, so that distracts him for a few minutes and And then she climbs back up. Right, and she says, Hey. She climbs up to the hayloft. (laughs) She likes saying hay a lot. All right, so now she's in the loft and she's got a shovel and, and she's she hides. hiding she yeah. hides and waits and then he comes up so she hits him in the back of the head with a shovel and knocks him out yes allowing her time to take this hook pulley simple machine yeah. just wrap well no it's tied to a pulley like oh, yeah. it a is pulley, a rope yeah. but yeah she ties the rope around his neck not the pulley but oh yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's a simple machine though yeah. Yeah. so she ties the rope around his neck and while he's unconscious and then pushes him off the edge and I guess it like breaks his neck because he doesn't hit the ground mm-hmm. he's just suspended by his neck it does like jerk like it would have yeah. broken his neck if he wasn't Jason yeah whatever he is of, he's got like elephantitis in his neck so it's like a lot of cushion <laughs> so now she walks down to the barn and she's trying to get out and it takes her a really long time to figure out how to get out of this door well the, the thing is jammed the yeah. door lock is jammed so she takes like a metal circle and hits it against it to unjam it and then she opens it and Jason's right there just hanging out mm-hmm. yeah just hanging out literally. Yeah. he says hey <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> and then he opens her eyes and he, he opens, opens his, his eyes, eyes yeah. and then takes his mask off revealing he was the one who attacked her in the forest. he's trying to get the rope off, right? Yeah. He takes the mask off to get himself off and then... (laughs) (laughs) I did not watch the same movie. He can only finish if you look at him in the eyes. Turns out that Jason is David Carradine. Oh, too soon. (laughs) So he's about to kill her, but suddenly the last gang member is still alive. The one who stopped the bug with the power of his chain. Marley Sr. And so then Jason kills Marley Sr. Well, he cuts his hand off and then he attacks him a bunch of times. He's probably dead because he was being hit with a knife. He was, which is also called stabbing. Now, to Mm -hmm. be fair, we also thought he had been hit with a knife before. That was just a hand. Ah, ooh. Yeah. Which I honestly think would be worse. Whatever. While he's distracted by killing this biker guy, um, this is when she axes him in the head. Yes. So this is how she's able to save the day. He dies. Yeah, he dies. He's got the machete in his forehead, still stuck in there. This creates an axe. It's an axe. I thought it was an axe. So he's got an axe in his head. Because she had an axe to grind. And she did. And she did. And now she's safe. So right she down. goes and gets in her canoe and apparently falls asleep in this canoe. Why does this next five minutes happen? I know, man. It's insane. Why is the movie it's not like over? some weird variation on the first one. Yeah, it's like it a is. throwback to the first one, but they, instead of Jason know. jumping out of the water, it's his mom. Well, my guess is they just didn't know how to end it. So, Swamp like Thing Mrs. Voorhees jump scares her. Man, I you could have done without all, all of this. Yeah, and it's just a nod to the first movie. It's exactly like that, only way more low rent and not But it doesn't not really scary. make any sense because right. she wouldn't know who Mrs. Voorhees is. Exactly. No. So if She's, why would she dream this? She also, wouldn't. Mrs. Voorhees lost her head and didn't die yeah. in the lake. And now we've got some cops there and they're pulling her into the police car and she's screaming and laughing like Sally in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And one of these cops yeah. is played by Terry Balliard. And do yourself a favor. And look at his <laughs> eye. He's like the first credit. It's hilarious. Look at his picture. Right. It's amazing. <laughs> and then we pan over to Jason's dead body and... That's the movie. And that's the movie. Yeah. So having watched this movie and then talked about it, what do you guys think about it? I really enjoyed it. It's bonkers and insane, but it was fun to watch. It's fun to watch with a group. I think if I had to watch it by myself, I'd be like, what What is is happening? It's it's very Mm -hmm. short. 
Yeah. It's like 80 minutes or whatever. I mean, it's 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 a, it's watchable let's right. that way. I, I still don't think it's as good as the first two. No, it's not. No. Nowhere near. No. I don't think it's as good as the first one. I did enjoy watching it more than the second one, though. I kind of like the second one better. Well, okay. I think the second one's a better movie. Mm-hmm. I think so, too. I'm with Todd. If, if it wasn't for y'all, I don't think I'd like watching this movie. Yeah. All right. Let's do box office. All right. How much do you think the budget for this movie was? Probably pretty high for a 3D, right? Yeah, like 8 million, something like that. 5 million. Well, 10 million. It took place in 82. It was probably filmed in 81. The budget was 2.2 million. Ooh. Oh, okay. Which, so I mean, I if you adjust for inflation, it's probably closer to what you guys guessed. Yeah. What do you guys think it made? I 80. Think it made like 30 something. It was like 33, maybe. It was huh. 34 million. It nice. 34.5 million dollars. It made like 10 million more than the last one, I yeah, think. Yeah, it did well. Like yeah. a lot of people went to go see this. Yeah. Enough people went to go see this opening weekend that it was the number one movie unseating E.T. Yep. Nice. <laughs> Todd just stole one of my fun facts in a box office power move. Well, I mean, <laughs> but E.T. had been out for a minute at that it point. It had, yeah. E.T. E. was in its 10th week and it had yeah. been upset before by. Another great musical, this time with Dolly Parton, <gasps> the best little whorehouse in Texas, oh, that's right. was, oh, I was just number one five. the I week it that. came out. But then E.T. jumped back to number one for yeah, a few weeks. For, okay. for three weeks, yeah, because um, in its 10th week is when... It was unseated by Friday the 13th Part 3. So this actually came out like late summer. It didn't come out like... Yeah, sweater early. weather. It made $9.4 million in its opening weekend, which is a shitload of money. Yeah. It like more than tripled its budget in its first week out. And I think part of that was the 3D gimmick. Yeah, I mean, it worked though. Yeah. So that's box office. Jenny, you have some fun facts I for us? I do have some fun facts. Hit us with the fun facts. Hit us with your fun facts. All right. So, of course, like all sequels, this was intended to end the franchise as a trilogy. But of course, it never does. So this was the debut of The Mask. This is the first time we see Jason with his hockey mask, which I love. And that's part of the reason I like Jason so much. So the 3D effects supervisor really liked hockey. And while they were doing makeup tests, they knew they didn't want to use that sack anymore. Mm -hmm. But they didn't bother to think about what they would do. Um, And so (laughs) that's something you should bother to figure out. Exactly. But so they were doing a makeup test and the 3D effects supervisor just happened to have a bunch of hockey gear in his bag Mm -hmm. because he likes hockey a lot. So he just grabbed his mask and put it on and uh, the director really liked it. So they made a good version of like a workable version of the mask. Nice. Cool. Yeah. So that's where the mask comes from. Yeah, I like the mask a lot better than the sack. So I said that there was going to be a fun fact about that Fangoria magazine that she was reading because there is an article in there about Tom Savini who did the effects on the first um, Friday the 13th Mm -hmm. episode. The second page that she turns to is an article about Godzilla and that was going to be the next 3D movie that Steve Miner was going to direct. Oh, nice. But the 3D kind of, you know, it it didn't happen. But so Tom Savini did the special effects and one of his famous special effects from the first movie is the Kevin Bacon kill where an arrow comes from behind under the bed and stabs him through the throat. And that's the way that Debbie gets killed while she's reading this Fangoria magazine. So that was a huge shout out to Tom Savini. So there was an alternate story for this when they planned to make the sequel and it was going to be kind of a Friday the 13th meets the cuckoo's nest because oh, wow. it was going to be Jenny from the second mm-hmm. movie, our mm-hmm. final girl from the second movie. Amy and she, Smart. <laughs> Amy <laughs> Smart's sister. Um, so she was going to be in a psychiatric hospital, obviously dealing with the trauma of what happened in that movie. And Jason was going to track her down and kill everyone there. But they were afraid that the fans wouldn't like it if it wasn't like the formulaic camp story. Right. And Jenny was felt like she was about to hit it big. 
So Ooh. Amy Steele, the actress who played yeah. that, turned the part she down. She did like an episode of Different Strokes or mm-hmm. something. I was like, yeah. I'm there. She popped up on a lot of television shows. And she did um, April Fool's Day after this too. But yeah. so she turned this part down so they had yeah. to rewrite the whole thing. So there was an alternate ending also in the canoe. She was going to hear Rick calling her from the house and then she was going to run over to see him and like reunite. But it was actually going to be Jason and he was going to decapitate her at the end. So the final girl didn't get away. Exactly. Yeah. And I think they actually filmed that, but they ended up taking the one with the final girl. And fun fact, this is the only, or this is the last movie in the franchise where the lone survivor is a final girl, where there's nobody else that survives except for the final girl. Yeah. There's even some final boys. All right. So the actor who played Jason in this movie, his name was Richard Booker. And he was a British trapeze artist. Really? Yeah. He did all of his own stunts, but he was really pretty slim. So he wore a lot of pads under his costume. They bulked him up. To bulk him I was going to say, bit. he's like really bulky for a trapeze yeah. artist. So, yeah. So they offered the part to Steve Dash, who played him in the, well, who was one of the people who played him in the second movie, but they wouldn't pay for his flight from New York to LA or That's to where they were filming. Exactly. And so he turned the part down. Yeah, I would too. I yeah. Mean, no. Like, fuck <laughs> you. That's crazy. I know, man. One of the screenwriter said that the casting for this movie was based on looks and not talent. Wow, wow. that does not surprise me. It doesn't really surprise yeah. me either. How did yeah. Shelly get cast? Because <laughs> he's got... supposed to look stupid. <laughs> no one says Jason's name in the entirety of this movie. No, they don't. Oh. Yeah. They don't even know who he is. Yeah, I, I know. know. Yeah. This is the first one where nobody, they don't tell the story and all that right, crap. Right, because know? the lore hasn't been established yet, or at least to the characters. This was novelized twice. What? what? Yeah. Like <laughs> Two different novelizations like novelizations, right? Yeah. Oh my God. And if you look at it with special glasses, the words come like right at you. Oh, my God. (laughs) This was a man-made lake, which, I mean, you can tell when you're looking at it. And it wasn't properly sealed when they made it the first time. So all the water drained out into the soil. (laughs) They had to fill it with water again. Oh, that's funny. (sighs) All right. So the working title of this was Crystal Japan. What? Do you know that song? No. It's a David Bowie song. Yeah, because they were trying to hide the fact they were filming them. So they started Mm. naming them all after David Bowie songs. Okay, cool. This was the first one. They didn't name them all after David Bowie. Yeah, that's true, because one was like birthday bash or something, yeah. So in 2005, a fan went out to this cabin and tried to light a fire in the fireplace, but it's not a real fireplace, and it burned the cabin down. (laughs) So way to go, fan. Oh, man, that's So the cabin's gone. It's gone, That's amazing, yeah. So I called this guy Larry the whole movie, because the actor who plays Mm -hmm. Shelly, his name is Larry Zerner. And he was discovered on a street corner. That makes sense. And he was handing out flyers for the movie The Road Warrior. But so he went on. He didn't do much acting after this. I shocking. can't imagine why. But he went on to be a really successful lawyer. And really? he was also on the game show One Versus 100. Did you guys know? <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Bob Saget. And he beat... Uh, Ken Jennings. Oh, that's from really? Jeopardy. The Jeopardy guy? Yeah. Oh, so, my God. So he turned out okay. Yeah, he's you know? doing fine. Yeah, he's doing okay. All right. And those are my fun facts. Thank you for your fun facts, Jen. Well, you're Let's very welcome. Let's do the scary scale. The scary scale. All right. Hey, listeners. Our scary scale is a scale we use to rank how scary we think the movie is. It's not the quality of the film, it's how scared we were when we watched it today. Our one example is Ghostbusters, and our 10 example is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. All right. Jonathan, would you like to go first today? Um, I mean, I guess this is scarier than Ghostbusters, so I guess it's a two, <laughs> but it's not scary. You can just say one. It's one. <laughs> it's gross. I mean, at times, but it's not scary. Gross. Yeah, it's gory at times. I'll give it a one. All right. So, Todd, I'd give it probably a two, but it's right. not that scary. I do think horror virgins could watch this and be fine. There aren't really many jump scary moments. Mikey, I would give it a one. Yeah, I'm going to give it a one too. It's pretty silly. 
It yeah. is. And it's I enjoyed it. It's fun to watch, but there wasn't really anything that's Well, Ghostbusters me, is a great movie. Yeah, exactly. but I would yeah. watch Ghostbusters by myself. I would never no, watch it by no, myself. No, nor no. would I think I would have enjoyed it at all had I watched it by myself. I enjoyed right. it because we were joking around about but it the whole I will, time. Yeah, and I will say I've often considered this one of the worst of the franchise, but watching it today, I'm like, it's not that like there's much worse ones. <laughs> yeah. Yay! Congrats. <laughs> I can't wait till the next time we have you on. Uh, exactly. Friday the 13th the part ne- four. Now the next one is a lot of people's favorite. So, Jen, this week you guys made me watch Friday the 13th Part 3. What yeah. are you guys making me watch next week? Well, guys, this is our holiday listener request. We asked for holiday horror. Right. And <laughs> the listeners, you chose... Krampus. Krampus, yes. Oh, yeah. the, the listeners Krampus. chose Krampus, so we're going to watch Krampus. Yeah, so we also mentioned this on the Monday episode we did because, because this we... is a very special Friday the 13th episode. That's so right. it's the same one we mentioned last time. It's Krampus. It is. Yeah, so if you still haven't watched Krampus, what's wrong with you? You only have Get three on days left to get it done, including today, assuming you're listening to this on the day it came out. So now it's come time for us to read another sexy five-star review. Mikey, you ready to practice your reading skills? So this one is from someone whose name is Hardcore, and their title (laughs) is My New Favorite Podcast, and there is no accent, but it does say... Cue the Doogie Howser music. <gasps> so, Mikey, I do want you to read it like you're typing this mm-hmm. at an old 1980s computer. Okay. Todd, can you bring in that Doogie Howser theme music, please? Yes. Dear Diary, <laughs> I first <laughs> caught the Horror Virgin crew on the CinemaSins podcast, yeah. episode oh. 199. That was the one we were on. Hearing what the Horror Virgin podcast was about, I had to go check it out. Oh, nice. thanks. After listening to the first few episodes, I was hooked. Aww. I pretty much binged all the episodes in these last few weeks. That's amazing. I, yeah. While at work and on my commute. That's a oh. lot of us talking. Yeah. I love the chemistry between Jen, Todd, and Mike. Oh, nice. thanks. Whether it's them ripping on each other, freestyling movies into song <laughs> lyrics, <laughs> or just out perving one another. Nice. That's yeah. got to be me and you, Mike. That's uh-huh. Jen, totally. Yeah. <laughs> and it's always a great time. Oh, I give thanks. the horror person. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? I give the horror purge. I don't usually read my diary turtles out loud. Is this your new, this your new name, Horror Virgin? I give the Horror Virgin podcast five stars. Oh, thanks. And that's the review. And that's, and the, that's review. the review. That's awesome. Because oh. that's like that. And that's yeah, the movie. Yeah, we got yeah. it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thank you so much for that awesome yeah, review. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank and you so much. Again, thank you, CinemaSins, for having us on and Absolutely. helping us find some people in Jonathan. I, I, I mean, sure, you're welcome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't on that, but you're welcome. Yeah. I wish you were. <laughs> if you guys want us to read your five-star review on the podcast, leave a five-star leave review. A five-star review. It really does help people find the show, and we yeah. really, really appreciate it. We really do. Hey, leave an right? accent. I'm, I haven't done an accent in a while. You haven't. You've been taking a break. We are a member of the Modern Horrors Podcast Network, so if you're listening to us in their feed, awesome, but if you want to get it two days earlier, listen to it in our feed. Yeah. We launch on Mondays and drop in their feed on Wednesdays. But if you're listening to their feed, you're also getting the Modern Horrors podcast, mm-hmm. clearly. <laughs> the Death, Dying, and Other Things narrative fiction podcast, and the lovely Final Girls. Right. If you want to follow us on social, we are at Horror Virgin. Jen is at Jen Ferratu. Mikey is at M Randolph 24 and I'm at Todd J. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, actually, Jonathan, where are you online? Uh, so if you want to contact me directly, I'm at Sam Loomis 13 Ooh. on Twitter. Yeah. And uh, I also run the TV Sins Twitter. And obviously, every week you can catch new videos on Cinema Sins, TV Sins, Music Video Sins. And when does your podcast drop? Behind the Sins. Oh, and then I'm also, I do a podcast called Behind the Sins with Aaron Dicer and Danae Hughes. We are call ourselves the B team. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we usually, it's Thursday is okay. when it drops for the public. If you're a patron, though, you get it a day early, just Ooh, saying. And if you nice. do want to become a patron, 
it is a really cool time because we did like an cinema since we did the end game video for Avengers Endgame. Yeah. And we had so much stuff left on the cutting room floor that we did a second video. Holy wow. shit. Yeah, and, and that is that is exclusive to patrons. That's so, awesome. You know, just for a couple bucks, you can come check that out. And, Too hot uh, for cinema. A lot of other extra stuff. So <laughs> Awesome. Nice. And we are on Patreon as well. Patreon.com slash Horror Virgin. A lot of great stuff, a lot of great levels. Mm-hmm. We're currently saving up to buy better gear to give you yeah. guys some better sounds. So Working could, on some new things to add to that. Too. We are. We've been talking, had a lot of, we've been having a lot of pod lunches to work out <laughs> right. some, some new content. So we're working that out. Uh, so look for that in January with some changes that we're making. Yeah. We're one. Uh, you can also find us at HorrorVirgin.com where you can see Jen's blog and links to the merch store and awesome stuff like that. And uh, if you want some daily free content <laughs> in the Facebook group. Yeah. And uh, we interact a lot with the people I in the I interact every day too. on Facebook. Yeah. yeah, I love that group. Yeah, I hate on that group all the time. <laughs> oh, jeez. You, you hit on that group all the time. <laughs> what? Uh, How you doing, ladies? Yeah. We have barred dick pics group. from it, though, so. Well, just of mine. Yeah. That's it from us, guys. This was a very special Friday the 13th yeah. episode. I hope you're all being safe out there, not walking under ladders, not kicking black cats. Happy Friday the 13th. <laughs> Don't break a mirror either. <laughs> thank you so much, Jonathan, for yeah, joining so us. Oh, yeah. no, it's, it's becoming a little bit of a tradition to have you join us for slasher movies and for our Friday the 13th. Yeah, no, I, I enjoy it every time. I'm just glad you guys have me. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah, so yeah, much we've fun. pretty much gotten rid of our other guests. <laughs> you are the only guest we've had. <laughs> they, is that what that <laughs> smell from the attic is? <laughs> I gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> One of us. <laughs> so that's going to be it from us, yeah. everybody. I'm Jen. I'm Mikey. And I'm your horror virgin Todd, guys. Uh, 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 Have an amazing week. Friday the 13th. Have an amazing Friday. The 13th. The 13th. It's evil. Bye. 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 Jason nerds. <laughs> 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 <laughs>